You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. We welcome you to the Late Tea Time podcast. And we've got two tournaments to talk about first. It's Saturday, James Butler with Dave Tyndall, as always, on the podcast. And DT, before we get into the golf, I was following your Twitter this morning. You were at the snooker, weren't you? I was at the World Snooker. Uh, very good. So saw John Higgins beat Tep Chiron New. And I saw uh, one of our colleagues, Dave Eason, there. Okay. He wasn't playing. He was just with a friend. Yeah, there was like an 18-foot table where you had to put a blue that was halfway along it, and obviously everyone failed. And I turned up, rocked up first time, nailed it, flush, centre cut, straight down the middle. But there was no teddy bear or no prize, which is a shame. We're going to start off with the Zurich Classic of New Orleans, uh, which is uh, a pairs tournament, as I understand. I did see a, a bit of a video on uh, Twitter um, this morning of um, Tiger Woods bailing out, um, was it David DeVal? He, David DeVal had taken it well left of the, the green and Tiger Woods chipped in to uh, keep them in contention, I think it was. But um, slightly inter- slightly different and interesting way of playing golf, isn't it? Yeah, the uh, pairs event, uh, it's a, a good chance for you to find out who's mates with who on the PGA Tour. I've been looking at that today. Lots of uh, people who went to college together or are just mates on tour. How much is that X factor worth? That's what you've got to sort of work out. Does it help if your best mates? Does that really matter, or does it is it is it better to have someone's game who tallies with your own game? So we'll but, see. Uh, my mates are actually paired together. We could make it a treble. Yeah. It would be Hovland, Morikawa, and Butler leading uh, the line in terms of the favourites for the bookies. There, seventeen to two. You can't let you can't not back that. Your two favourite golfers in the same pair. <laughs> It's just written in the stars, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, get Cantlay and Chaffelet is at 17 to 2 as well. You've got Leishman and Smith in there at uh, 10s. Um, Burns and Horschel in there at 12s. And Palmer and Scheffler at 12s as well. The rest are obviously bigger. Um, in terms of your reading up of all of this then, Dave, and uh, and how you see this, is there an obvious route in? Well, I know a lot of people have, have gone for the obvious and, and gone for your mates, Morikawa and Hovland. Um, if... It's pretty. I mean, this is this is like a fun event, so they're not going to set the course up hard. They're going to set it up easy, so you can make loads of birdies and eagles as well. It's a par seventy-two uh, where you've got to you know take your scoring opportunities. If you go to the PGA's par, tour par breaker stats, which is a, a measure of birdies and eagles, even an albatross, I guess. Um, but your your guys, Hovland is third in that table. Morikara is sixth. So those those two absolutely poor, yeah, poor in the birdies. So as well as just being two fantastic golfers, 
uh, they are the kind of type that you do want uh, for this event, really. So you can see why they're favourite. They're a bit short in the betting for me, to be honest. So I'll let you have that bet. What are you going to stick up then for this event? Yeah, I'm going to go with a pair that are, are 25 to 1, a bit more value. Um, Harold Varner and Bubba Watson, which seems, oh, a, yeah, which seems, why? They, they seem a bit random. Harold Varner's been in quite good form, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he, he has absolutely been in great form. Um, he finished third at Hilton Head at Harbour Town last week, uh, which is a peak die course, as is this week's course. So he seems to play those well. Uh, Bubba Watson, mercurial, isn't he, Bubba? Um, but he pops up every so often. And with him, it's often he's in his comfort zone. Well, he, he's won on this course before. Um, the Zurich Classic used to be just a normal event before it became Paris. He won it when it was just a stroke play event, so he's won that before. He's also won uh, uh, TPC River Highlands twice, which is the Pete Dye track as well. And those two are really good mates, apparently. I don't particularly know that, but uh, I've seen some quotes where they you know, riff off each other and just have a good time with each other. But Bubba's a bit... He's a bit of an acquired taste for some, but those who he does like and get on with, you know, they think he's great. So given Harold Varner's form... Uh, which has been really good. He won in Saudi Arabia in, in a good field, if you, you remember, a, a couple of months ago when all the Americans went over there. He won there with a, an 80-foot eagle putt at the last to show he can uh, score spectacularly. He's also, I did notice as well, he's, he's 11th in par breakers, uh, Harold Varner, which you wouldn't necessarily think he'd be so high on such a celebrated list. So, yeah, so those two I thought uh, would be a bit of value. Um, Bubba's played this uh, before and, and done well, so... Yeah, I, I thought rather than because there's some really talented duos at the front end, and you think, well, which one do I pick? But with this one, you've definitely got an each way price. So I'd, I'd find somebody going seven places at 25 to one. It's quite a few. Um, is there anything else for that event, or should we fly across the Atlantic and go to Spain now? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. It's it is one of those. We it's a bit of a, like a, a a week off on the PGA Tour, kind of. For I myself aren't doing as many previews as I would this week, and I've seen other. But the writers sort of, I will swerve this one um, and get back to it. So, but anyway, I thought I would have a bet, and that—that's my one and only bet. Okay, I'll be—I'll be watching that because it should be quite entertaining. Yeah, my mates playing together. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, let's move across then to the, uh, the event in, uh, in Spain. Um, which is the ISPS Handa Championship, isn't it? The leading runners or riders or golfers, probably golfers, it's probably the best golfers. way of describing them, in this uh, in this field. It's 20 to 1 for Rasmus Huygard. You might have to help me on some of these pronunciations. Bert Weisberger is 20s. You've got Pablo Larathabel, he's in there at 28 to 1. And you've got Adri Arnous in there at 28 to 1, best price as well. Where are you taking him for this one? Yeah, this this is kind of um, the, the European Tour kind of rank and file who, who aren't good enough to play in the or high up in the world rankings to play in the the Masters or the uh, match play. They've just been twiddling their thumbs for a month or so because there hasn't been an event, a regular uh, European Tour event. So we're, we're back in action here in Spain, 
back-to-back weeks in Spain, and then we're back actually in England for the, the Danny Willett-hosted uh, event. But anyway, in Spain this week, I don't want to overthink this one. There's, there's quite there's an angle here you can play. This course that they're using, the Lakes course, it, it, it's been used for Q School, European Tour Q School, uh, between 2017 and 2019. So I've seen... Quite a few lists of players who did well there, who, who gained their cards there. They've got happy memories there. So that's one little thing to sort of bank. The, the other one is, I don't want to overcomplicate it. And sometimes you just have got to look at a price and go, yeah, I'm going to have that because they win a lot. So you you mentioned the first one, Rasmus Hoygaard. Well, he's obviously one of the dynamic duo of twins, Hoygaard twins, the Danish twins. Nikolai Hoygaard. They've played exactly 100 DP World Tour events between them and won five times already, which is very impressive. And you've got to think maybe the first few of those, they were finding their feet a little bit. So so they they do win an awful lot, the Hoy Guards. Uh, Rasmus won, he was the one who who started the sort of winning and then Nikolai's uh, won the last two. So back them both. This could be your new thing as well, you know. Like you attach yourself to to like Colin Morikawa. This this could be a sort of theme. Back the Hoy Guards because they are going to be huge. I mean, five wins already. They're only twenty. Thomas Bjorn, the Ryder Cup captain, has obviously been raving about them. He thinks if they were English or another nationality, they'd get a lot more attention than they do, and he's he's probably right. And 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 sort of fascinatingly, Nikolai Hoygaard won on the course that will be used for the next Ryder Cup. He won the Italian Open there. So, you know, what is it, 2023, September 2023, the next Ryder Cup, we could have a pair of Hoy guards on that team. And if, if they do progress like the, the, they are doing so, you're not going to get the prices that you're getting now. I know they are near the front end, but they could be so good that they'd be a lot short. So, so this week... The one who's shortest this week is Rasmus Hoygaard because they've both been playing in America and Rasmus did pretty well. He finished sixth at the Corrales Punta Cana. Then he finished 18th at the Texas Open. So he's done, gone to America and done really well. Nikolai went to America and missed some cuts. So he didn't have such a good experience. But the last time Nikolai won, he'd missed a load of cuts before then as well. So he doesn't need... He's just won it. If he's on, he's on. So he's 35 to 1, Nikolai. Just go win only on that because that's you know that's a sort of standout price. That's with Bet three six five. They offer kind of less place terms, only five compared to seven, but you get the bigger prices. So go for the win only on Nikolai Hoygaard because he's either boom or bust. So he's boom thirty five to one. When he you know if he wins at thirty five to one, people will be going, why on earth? How much evidence do we need for this, this guy? Just wins. And then Rasmus, as well as his good form in America, he he played Q School at this venue a couple of years ago and won his card. So he's got these really good positive mental associations with the course. Rasmus, I think he was fifth in qualifying. Might have been second, but he, he did really well in qualifying. He's done well at that course. He's in good form. They might just, I mean, the good thing is they kind of egg each other on. So Nikolai's won the last two. So Rasmus will be thinking, right, right, twin, it's my turn. So back and both. Don't don't be on the wrong high guard. Don't think, oh, which one? Back and both. They're, they're playing in the wrong tournament, aren't they? They should be in America playing as the pairings, as the high <laughs> guard pairings. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they will in 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 sooner than we think, but 
Yeah, it, it, it would be kind of ironic, wouldn't it, if they finished first and second this week? So, uh, is there anything else you've got for me this week? Or is that uh, the homework for our watchers and listeners? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep it simple. Back the high guards and then back. Uh, so, we're kind of, it's kind of a, the theme this week is pairs, isn't it? A pair of high guards and a pairs of um, Bob Watson, Harold Varner. And a pair of muckets on, on the screens in front Absolutely. of you. Absolutely. I suppose, I suppose as well, you should have doubles, shouldn't you? You should back the American one in a double with Rasmus and the American pair in a double with Nikolai, because that's the theme, isn't it? Is it? Um, no, we're not quite. When's Gemini in the astrological chart? I don't think we're there yet, are we? Now you're asking me. I, I really, yeah, yeah the, the astrology yeah. part of me is... Um, yeah, no, astrology, not good, The astrology part of my golfing knowledge isn't really, isn't really strong. No. But um, there's something there's something about pairs this week going on. So there we are. It's Rasmus and Nikolai. Rasmus is twenty to one. Nikolai is thirty five to one to win the ISPS Hand at Championship. And in the Zurich Classic Stateside, Harold Varner, Bubba Watson is the pair that we're looking at twenty five to one for them. But of course, from my point of view, good luck to Colin and to uh, Victor Hovland because they're my my two favourite golfers paired together. It's it's a thing of beauty. A thing That's of beauty. It, yeah. That's um, a, again back to this theme, isn't it? Your two favourite goals happen to be in a pair. So yeah, I'd go win only on those two as well. You, yeah, the, what they seventeen to two, is it? Yes. That's it price. Yeah. So yeah, win only on those. Although that's your bet. You you advise gamble responsibly usually, listeners. But wade in on that one. Seventeen to two. <laughs> we're having some of that. We're having some of that. Okay. Victor and uh, and Colin. And yeah, Stay I wouldn't back. put you off. Dave Tyndall, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. I will see you again next week. Thank you, everybody, for watching and uh, listening on to the Late Tea Time podcast. Always gamble responsibly. And we will see you again at roughly around about the same time next week. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Podcast Network.